0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org.
1: Roaming freely throughout this earth and operating best in its atmosphere of chaos is Satan, mankind's greatest enemy. He's an expert. At destroying your joy, confusing your thoughts, stirring up your emotions, and doing whatever else it takes to make you as ineffective for God's use as possible. But because he knows his chances for success are dramatically limited by the power of our prayer, he always goes to the one place where all God's truths for a life of victory are stored his battleground of choice, your mind. Perhaps literally revolutionizing our thought process in his powerful teaching, choosing chaos or putting our minds in order. Pastor Ray cautions us that if we don't capture our thoughts, they will surely capture us. So nothing may be more important than constantly putting our minds in order. And as pastor reminds us, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What could be more important than having the mind of Christ? Chaos or order? Which will you choose?
2: We're talking about the subject of putting your mind in order. Putting your mind in order. And uh, your mind is where all the trouble really starts. People, you know, we talk a lot about spiritual warfare and, you know, this kind of thing. And really the only warfare that we really fight is this mental warfare. Really, this is where the devil fights and wins all the time. How many of you would agree with me on that? And I found that my greatest struggle is not a devil under a chair or in my bed or you know, in the basement of my house. It, it, that's not the devil that we're fighting. We're fighting the influences of the enemy, the external influences of the enemy in our lives. And the number one way that the enemy will try to influence you and trouble you and stir you is in your mind and through suggestions through other people through you know interjecting thoughts into your thought life and this is the war that we really face and this is the battle that we have we're bombarded with all of these Stray things that want to get into our mind, stray thoughts and ideas and pressures that want to get into our mind to confuse us and to mix us up. And, you know, to be honest with you, uh, you know, as I say and I've said, you know, I've been a Christian a long time, been in the ministry a long time. It's amazing to me how screwed up in the head a lot of Christians are. It really is amazing to me to hear some of the stuff that comes out of their mouths. And you see, you can tell where a person's mind is at. By what's coming out of their mouth, Because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak, but we understand that the thought first gets into your brain, and you meditate on something long enough, and it's going to drop down into your heart. It just happens. You know, in the natural, this happens, you know, a bodily um, uh, reflex that we have that's in If you put something in your mouth. You try this. Put something in your mouth and see how long you can hold it in your mouth before the swallow begins to happen. Eventually, you're going to have to swallow if you don't open your mouth. And what's in your mouth is going to get down into your stomach. It's just a natural process. Well, that's what happens spiritually with the things, the thoughts, the ideas that get into your brain. If you leave them there long enough without dealing with them, eventually, just like food in your mouth or an object in your mouth, you hold it long enough, you're going to swallow. You keep a thought long enough in your head, and it's going to drop down into your heart. And the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. You can tell what's going on in a person's head by what's coming out of their mouth, and people—we give ourselves away often by the words we speak. And I could read somebody just like this, just after a few minutes of just listening to their speech and their conversation. Now, don't get—don't get paranoid about talking to me, uh, but you know, just don't worry about it. I'm not always—you know—I'm not always <laughs> checking you out, but. But sometimes I've got to hone in as a pastor because you're going through a challenge or you're going through a problem or there's a situation. The very first thing that I do to diagnose is to listen to what's coming out of a person's mouth. That'll cut down on counseling for sure. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we, uh, we've got to get control and put our mind in order so that we, are, we have the right things going on here. We're thinking the right thoughts, the proper thoughts that are in line with God's word and as a result the right things are going to come out of our mouth. Now, this is very very important. I'm just going to divert for here for a minute because whatever's coming out of your mouth, because we've studied this, you know this if you've been around here for any amount of time, you know this principle from God's word that whatever is coming out of your mouth has the power to create in your life. That's right. So this is why all of these things are so connected and we've got to take each aspect, our mind, our heart, our mouth. We've got to take each aspect and be very, very mindful of what's happening in these different areas or different realms of our spiritual life, because whatever you're thinking, eventually is going to get down your heart, eventually is going to come out of your mouth, and eventually is going to create. See, a lot of times the messes that we're in in our lives is not because it was the devil's, you know, direct respons- or responsibility or fault. Sometimes it's not other people; it's our own selves, our own mouths, our own problems and mistakes that we made because we've talked ourselves into it. Because of what's coming out of our mouth. So we've got to put our minds in order, in order that everything else is going to fall in order as well. Can I get a better amen today? Now, the things that I find out about my brain, you tell me this is not true. It never takes a rest. It is always spinning around, right? There's always, there are always thoughts going on in my mind. Some are good, some are not good. Some are faith, some are doubt. Come on, you all know what I'm talking about. And it's a constant battle to keep this brain where it needs to be. And we as believers have got to learn how to put this mind into order. So some of the things that we talked about, I had seven principles or seven thoughts or ideas that I wanted to share with you, we'll finish up tonight. But let's just do for review's sake, let's just go over a couple of these and then we'll bring it to conclusion. The very first thing we said is that you must renew your mind. Now that's really the, the starting point For every Christian uh, this is very important for a new believer if you're if you're a new believer in the walk uh, with with the Lord and the walk of uh, of of the uh, you know your Christian walk then you need to this is very important but it's also extremely important for every one of us who have been walking with the Lord because as much or as quickly as we renew our mind our mind wants to get out of order again how many of you would agree with me you see, as much as we put it back into place, it always tends towards chaos or disorder. So the way that we keep our mind in order is that we have to have a constant, fresh supply of good information, renewing our mind with proper good information that only comes, listen to me, only comes from the Word of God. Thank you for that one little weak amen somewhere in the way yonder distance of the building. The... The only, the only information that's going to give you the right, you know, uh, keep you on course and be right is the word of God. That's the fresh supply of information that you need. So Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Be transformed. That word transformed means to change, to be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? So we need a constant fresh supply of information from the word of God. And that word renewing actually means that, to get a fresh supply. That's what the word means in the original language, to get a fresh supply of information. So we need to to renew our minds. And this is not something you do once in a while. You need to do this on a daily basis. That means every day you ought to be in the word. Every day you ought to be listening to the word of God. Get the, the CDs, go online and pick up the messages that you get here. You know, there are other good teachers out there, but be careful of that because you want to make sh- sure that you're, you're hearing words of faith and encouragement and not doubt and tearing you down and putting fear in you or unbelief. You want to connect and be connected with and hooked up to good sources where you're getting good information that will build you up and build your faith. You know, one of the ways you can tell if you're hearing good preaching is after you've heard the preaching, do you feel encouraged? Do you feel challenged to change? Do you feel challenged by that word? Has it spoken truth to your heart? If it hasn't, then uh, as far as I'm concerned, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, it's not good preaching. Can I get a better amen than that? But you you yourselves need to be in the word every day. You ought to get into the word, read the word, meditate on the word, get a fresh supply of information because what you've got in there most of the time is stale and it needs to be renewed. Amen? All right, so that was number one. Number two, we talked about love God with it. Matthew's Gospel 22, 37, Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. So God wants you to not only put your heart and soul into loving him, but he wants you to put your mind into loving him. In other words, you've got to think the thoughts of God. You've got to think loving thoughts towards God. One of the great ways that you can renew your mind and keep yourself fresh and keep yourself on the right track is to, is to say to God that you love him. Put your mind back into order. When your mind gets out of order, when you get all scrambled and distracted and encumbered, and you know down, you feel downtrodden or you feel you know overwhelmed with life. Anybody ever been in any of those things that I just described? One of the things you do is is get back to just expressing that love to God. Thank you, Lord. I love you, and I'm not afraid. I know you're with me. I know you're for me. I trust you. Forgive me for ever doubting you. You see, that's that's how you get a that's how you get your mind back into order. You got to love God with your mind. All of your heart, your soul, and your mind. Amen? So we talked a little bit about about that. Then we talked about a purpose to set it on the things of the Spirit. And just like you set a machine, or you set a clock, or you set your microwave. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 and 6 says, For those who live according to the flesh, listen, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So the Bible is teaching, teaching us or telling us, the word of God tells us that we need to set our mind on the things of the spirit. And he gives you the answer. He says, the things of the spirit, if you have your mind set on things of the spirit, that's going to bring life and peace. But if you're carnally minded, if you keep your mind in the gutter, if you keep your mind, you know, in this lowly life, if all you're doing is, you know, thinking worldly thoughts and worldly ideas, well, then he tells you right here, he says to be carnally minded is death. The death process is going to be death to your joy, death to your peace, death to your, to your health, to all of these things. So, so one of the ways that you're going to keep your mind in proper order is to purpose to set it on the things of the spirit. Um, every day, you, you've got to do that. That's why, again, you know, I, I know this sounds repetitious, but the key is back to the Word of God. Back to the Word of God. Back to the Word of God. Set it every day. Today, I purpose to walk in the Spirit. Today, I purpose to be a man, if you're a woman, a woman of love, of peace, of joy. Today, I purpose to think the thoughts of God. Today, I purpose to forgive. I set my mind on the things of the Spirit, not Amen. on the flesh. So, And if I do that, the Bible tells me that I'm going to walk in life and peace and I'm going to have an abundance of life and peace and joy in my life. Uh, Colossians 3, uh, chapter 3 and verse 2 and 3 said, Set your mind on things above, not on things on this earth. Uh, So so again, the word is teaching us that we need to put our mind and you set your mind. You do this. You can't say, well, God changed my thoughts. God doesn't have the power to change your thoughts. And the reason why he doesn't is because he gave you the power and authority to change your own thoughts. God's not going to do for you what you can do for yourself. You see, because sometimes people just get lazy. It didn't say it was going to be easy. didn't say there wasn't going to be warfare. He didn't say that it wasn't going to be a struggle. The devil doesn't quit. The devil doesn't give up. The devil doesn't take a, take a day off. He, he works 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. You see, and he never quits. But, but you see, he says, set your mind. Get your mind set, set on the things above and not on the things of this earth. You do it. You, you get your mind where it needs to be because you have the control over it. Amen. You know, one person once said to me, and I thought this was so powerful, just a simple little thing. He says, you know, you can think a faith thought just as easily as you can think a doubt thought. You could think a good thought just as easily as you can think a bad thought. You can think a clean thought just as as easily as you can think a dirty thought or an unclean thought. You see, and when we begin to, when we put it into that, that, you know, uh, uh, those words, I think it becomes more easy to understand how you and I have the power and the authority over our thought process and what we think. But, you know, I'm going to tell you really what it comes down to is that most people are just lazy. Thank you. I I knew I wasn't going to get an amen on that. (laughs) We just become lazy and hopeless and paralyzed. And we just think that it's never going to change and never going to get any better. I learned something a long time ago. You can train your brain. Just like you can train your body, you can train your appetite. Come on. You, you can train your children. You can train your dog. You can train your brain to think the right things Amen. that are in line with God's word that have the power to bring life and peace to your life. And you see, let me tell you, uh, 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 a lot of times, the reason why people aren't walking in life and peace is because they haven't trained their brain to do so. Because he told us here, he said, if you set your mind on the things of the spirit thing and you set your mind on the things of the above, it says to be spiritually mind is life and peace. So the way to life, how many of you want life and peace? Right? How many, the rest of you don't care? All right, that's fine. You can, then you want the other because there's only one, two things, life and peace or death. So if you didn't raise your hand for life and peace, that means you want death. So be it. How many of you want life and peace? Yeah. All right. So the, <laughs> that changed your mind, right? All right. Well, I'm glad we got your attention anyway. You're, you're fully awake. So the way to life and peace is through the brain. Train your brain. Put your mind on spiritual things. Think spiritual thoughts. Think in line with the Word of God. Begin to think what God thinks about you. Begin to say what God says about you. Begin to formulate your opinions based upon God's opinions, not the opinions of this world, not your, the opinions of other people, not opinions of uh, you know of of you know uh, what the devil says or what people. Formulate your opinions by what God says. Get God's opinion on on get God's opinion on these things and begin to think on those things. That's going to bring life and peace to your life. Otherwise you start the death process. Alright? So so we, we talked about purpose to set it on the things of the Spirit. Now uh, the fourth point we talked about was found in Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty through twenty four, and the Bible teaches us to put it off and to put it on. And let me read the verses. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and been taught by him, as the truth is is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Now listen. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Let me say it again. Verse 3. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So there's an old man and there's a new man. How many of you know, well know, that there's an old you and there's a new you? And how many of you would agree with me that sometimes the devil tries to take us back to the old man? He'll try to bring up that dead old man and stick him in your face and try to convince you that you are still the dead old man that you once were, but we know that we know that we know that we are no longer what we were. We are new, recreated beings in Jesus Christ. (laughs) So don't fall for the bait. Don't Take the trick, don't, don't be tricked by the enemy. And the Bible is teaching us, the Word of God is teaching us concerning this new walk with Christ that we have to continually put it off, the old man, put off the old man, and put on the new man. Amen. So when the enemy comes and tries to convince you of who you know, that you are who you used to be, you, you need to have the Word say, if any man be in Christ... Come on, if any man be in Christ, he is a brand new creation. The old is gone, the new has come, all this is from God. Don't think it don't think it's strange if some of your old habits wanna try to resurrect themselves. Don't think it's strange that some of the old thoughts of the old man and the old sin nature want to kick them, you know, try to kickstart or jumpstart again in your life. Don't think it's strange because that's a trick and a device of the enemy. And the Bible is teaching you, warning you here concerning this new man, concerning this new creation in Christ. You must learn to put off the old and put on the new. Amen. Sometimes you've got to look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm not. And I had to do this in those beginning days. I look myself, I'm not who, who the devil is trying to tell me. I, I used to be that, but I am no longer that. I am a brand new creation in Christ. The old is gone and the new has come. And all this is from God, the yeah. word goes on to say. Amen. It's not from me. It's God's work in my life. Amen. So as a believer, you must learn how to put off and put on. Put off and put on. And as you're walking through your day and those old thoughts want to kick up or old habits or whatever want to jump jump start in your life, what you need to do is you need to rise up and say, I put that off in the name of Jesus. And I purpose to put on the new nature and the new mind of Christ that's within me, you see. And that's how, that's how you grow. And process. so many Christians I've seen are just stuck, paralyzed. You know, in neutral, so to speak, because they can't get this brain in order. They're still thinking the old thoughts. They're still, you know, uh, uh, tripping up because of the old junk that the devil is trying to kick up. They're still, you know, uh, they're still connected somehow to that. And they haven't learned how to just put it off. And sometimes it's a fight. Yeah. Sometimes it's a struggle. Yeah. Sometimes it's a challenge. To, You know, like I said, devil isn't going to make it easy for you and for me. So we need, to, we need to do what the Bible says. Put it off and put on the new. Kick off the old and pick up the new. Deny the old and accept the new. Curse the old and rejoice over the new. Come on, somebody in this house. That's how you get your mind in proper order. Now, maybe some of you sitting here today don't think you have a problem with your mind. See, <laughs> my mind's perfect. It's, it's great. Well, you're exactly who I'm trying to get to tonight. <laughs> because your, your problem is there's a word, it's called deceived. And the devil's already got you licked. You say, ah, this is not for me. You know, preach something else. For me. No, this is exactly what you need to hear because we all go through The same challenges, and I'm trying to help you to learn how to be a powerful, effective, stand on your two feet with your shoulders back and your chest out kind of Christian, ready to fight, ready to forge forward, ready to do whatever God calls you to do. How many of you have read Ephesians where it says, put on the whole armor of God? What's one of the first pieces of armor? Put on the, the helmet of salvation. What does that mean? It means that's protection for your brain, man. That's, and what's the It's the word of God. Put the word of God in your head because you're not going to be able to be an upright, powerful, bold, courageous, faithful, conquering soldier for Jesus if your head's all squirrely and in the weeds. And I know too many believers whose heads are in the weeds. squirrely, mixed up, Confused. I mean, you know, really a mess. And that, you, you're never going to be effective for God in that condition. You've got to train your brain, man. You've got to get your mind in order. Put your brain in order so you can be afresh and alert and you can hear God and you can respond affirmatively. And you will be ready with all of your weapons and tools in place to advance and to take the kingdom of God, to help people bless lives, knock down the devil. I'm amazed at some of the junk that Christians think and believe. It's amazing how we are, we are masters of, 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 you know, adjusting things. You know, instead of, instead of calling, you know, right, right and wrong, wrong, we kind of mix a little right with a little wrong and we make up our own, our own word on it, you know. And, we, and, we, and, see, and our brains are, that's why, see, I look at the word of God, there's a right way and a wrong way. There's a good way and a not so good way. There's a blessed way and a cursed way, a life way, a death way. I don't know. I think the word is very black and white.
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry.